Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, 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 good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. I hope everyone is doing fantastic on this manic Monday, baby. See, I got my little hat on. And you pretty much know when Big Papa's going to be heading out of town. Because usually the hair gets a good wash. And so, if I wash it, I've got to tighten it up, put my little do-rag on it, and get it all set in place. And so then I just put my hat over it. So hair's all cleaned up and uh, ready to get on the road tomorrow. So some of the daily dose over this week could get a little sketchy. Got a very busy schedule. Going to be in New York City Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday taking a train to Boston. Going to be in Boston Thursday, Friday, and then I think Saturday taking the train back to New York City. Sunday catching a plane back home for a day. Monday in route to Seattle. Going to be in Seattle Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday on my way back to Northern California where I will be for the next good week or so. So it's going to be a busy couple of weeks. Busy couple of weeks. But anyway, I'm going to talk to you guys this evening about parenting young adults, uh, especially young adopted adults, young adults with trauma history. Um, I had a question. I tried to find it. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I was looking, looking back through some of the notifications and I couldn't find it, but I remember the gist of it. Adult son, um, 20s, um, adopted, has gone away to college, has come back home and he stress eats, um, but he's in good shape. I think he's a lifeguard or something. But it's creating the food, the amount of food that he eats is creating some tension between him and dad. And um, so I want to spend a little time talking about that because I feel like parenting your young adult children is an extension of parenting your children as teenagers. And so this is, I feel like, beneficial probably for both both groups, both audiences of parents one of the things that has to happen as parents when our children hit late adolescence and, and teenage years is we have to begin treating them more independently. We have to start treating them more like young adults. Not necessarily that they are. We have to start treating them more that way. And then allowing them to have more flexibility, more control over their lives, yet still understanding that emotionally they're probably not at that place and not even ready for it. So we have to be prepared to catch them when they fall. So you let them fly and then be prepared to catch them when they fall. And over time, what that does is it lessens the tension in the relationship between the parent and the teen that usually occurs around the teenage years. And it increases, increases the connection. It increases the trust. It increases the communication because you're not trying to control your child anymore. You're actually allowing them um, opportunities to mess up and, and to, to make some bad decisions without the judgment and without the shame and without the criticism that a lot of times comes, especially into the teenage years, parenting in the teenage years. 
but the very nature of giving them more control, more independence, and more flexibility also allows them to experience less stress in the parental relationship. When a child can experience less stress, less of that dynamic dynamic tension than what gets re, what gets created in its midst is more connection. So think about that. When a teenager can experience less stress, less threat in the parent-child relationship, what that leaves room for is more connection. And so it's a natural unfolding, which a lot of times we as parents tend to disrupt when it comes to parenting our, our older children. So now I'm going to use that as a segue into parenting young adults. The single best thing that you can do in parenting young adults, your young adult children, especially when they come back home, is you have to communicate. You have to communicate clearly and you have to communicate. Hey there, Faye Post. You have to communicate with respect because they are young adults. You can no longer talk to your young adult as though they're just your child. They will always be your child. But you have to be willing to extend them a level of respect and earn dignity that comes with being a young adult. And when you can lessen the criticism and the sarcasm and increase the support, the understanding, the acceptance, it's going to go a long ways towards helping you create a stronger, a stronger communication dynamic with your child. So in this one question I have from this parent, the dad's getting really anxious about how much food the kid eats. The kid's not even overweight. So to me, there's probably an underlying, there's probably something else going on. It's never about the food. Remember, it's never about the behavior. It's always about what's going on underneath it. And we will have a tendency to make a big deal over the amount of someone's eating because either we feel anxious that there's not going to be enough for everyone else or we feel anxious about having to have the money to be able to pay for the food. So I could very easily see a dynamic occurring where dad feels really insecure. Maybe he's insecure with his job. Maybe he's insecure with the amount of money he makes. Maybe he's insecure about being able to keep enough food on the table. And instead of just saying to his son, who's an adult, hey, I'm going to need you to chip in on this food bill. I want you to eat all you need to be able to eat, but I want you to chip on, the, on this food bill. Instead of just saying that, our underlying fears and, anxi and anxieties come to the surface and then prevent that authentic, that authentic, honest communication. And that's so important. It's so important, you know, in day-to-day day-to-day conversations, but it's really important when it comes to talking to adopted children because and foster children because they are innately so sensitive. So they're sensitive to energy to begin with. And when the communication is not authentic, it creates a discrepancy in what is being expressed emotionally versus what is being stated with words. And that discrepancy just creates more anxiety and creates more insecurity for the child. So in a situation 
where your child is eating a lot of food and, and it's a money stress issue, just be straightforward. And maybe there's some triggers. You know, I always like for us to connect with our own our own inner stories and inner inner experiences around things that are triggering us um, when we find ourselves getting triggered, as opposed to just reacting from the experience and trying to get the other person to fix it. Think about what your own fear is. Think about what your own anxiety is. Breathe into that. Acknowledge that. Honor that. And maybe even share that. We are not doing enough with sharing our deep emotional insecurities and fears and traumas and pains with the ones that we love. And I'm going to be honest with you, this is something that probably more than anything, the dynamic I open up when I do family consults and when I do camps and stuff like that, I just open up an emotional dynamic. And when I open up an emotional dynamic, it's the significance is that the emotional experience of who we are makes up 80% of everything that we go through. But we want to discount the emotional experience to only the 20%. And so then we want to spend 80% of the rest of the time talking about stuff that a lot of times doesn't even work, doesn't even matter. It's just jibber jabber without realizing that all that talking is just impacting 20%, but the 20% that actually impacts the 80%, we don't deal with at all. And that 80% is actually that emotion. And so when I go into a family and I can just encourage and open up heartfelt conversations, emotional conversations, where you can get people to slow down and connect then that makes all the difference. I mean, enormous breakthroughs happen in that place. And, and I, I just, I want to say that again to you because that's the paradigm shift. That's the paradigm shift. And I've been saying this for years and years and years, but it's so easily, it's so easy to not think about. The challenge that, the challenges that you are having in your family and in your relationships right now are not thinking challenges. They're not even word challenges. They're not even things that you put words to. They are emotional challenges. They are feeling challenges. They are energetic challenges. Your biggest breakthrough in your home is, is going to be when you get real emotionally raw and expressive and honest with what you feel with the person that you love. Whether it's you and your child, whether it's your, your two-year-old child, whether it's your 12-year-old child, whether it's your 22-year-old child or your 32-year-old child. Whatever is going on that is causing you a lot of anxiety and a lot of overwhelm right now in your home with your adult child, it's still because you're getting triggered at some level. And the more authentic and honest and expressive you can be, with that child and share and open up and have courage because none of us like to we none of us like to be in pain. We don't like to feel pain because it hurts. We don't like to feel sadness because it hurts. We don't like to feel shame because it hurts. We don't like to feel even anger, but a lot of times we'll use anger as an as an excuse because anger is much easier than sadness. It's so much easier to get angry at someone than it is to feel sad and hurt and to show them that vulnerability. And when we, when we struggle with that piece, that's where we miss the breakthrough in relationships and connections that a lot of times that we're seeking. So I really want to, hey, good, good evening, Mama Wilma. I really want to encourage you 
to, to have those deep emotional conversations, make those deep connections, be willing to open up and share some of that deeper insecurity, some of that deeper fear, especially with all members of your family, okay? It's not just with your children, with your adult children as well. That's where your breakthroughs are going to come from. Every single time, I'm telling you, every single time your breakthroughs and your, your relationship breakthroughs are going to come from your ability to open up in a deeply raw, emotional, and honest way. So remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to just do what we've always done. We can continue to operate from those blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, and we can get scared and shut down. We can get stressed, and we can go away, or we can stop. We can take three to ten deep breaths. And we can choose love. So I hope you will choose love. And I hope this was helpful to that parent who asked that question. I apologize that I couldn't find it. But I hope, I hope this is helpful. And I hope it's helpful to all of you. So God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I hope you have a fantastic evening. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm going to be in, let's see, I'm going to be in New York. So it'll be 5.30, let's see, it'll be 7.30 there, 6.30 here. I've got dinner with a family at 6. So... I'll be seeing you at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. So same time. Have a good night. Talk to you later.